anybody like visibly bummed ever? Oh, all the time. And then they're stuck with them for two weeks? Yeah, all the time the doors will open like, and my uh, biggest problem with the show is the vast majority of everyone on that show is conventionally attractive. Mm. And I'm like, oh no, you got to mix in like some Quasimodo's. Yeah, well. that'd be the whole, that's what I'm cheering for. A hundred percent with great personalities and yeah. people getting, you know. It should just be a complete mixed bag of, of like, yeah, like the voice, that was the kind of the premise of that being like, they were only, they were fine, they were biased towards the handsome and pretty yeah. pop stars. So it's like, let's just do audio only. But even now on The Voice, I feel like half the time they've weeded it out to just have a lot of attractive people or people that they know they're going to make fun of in the earlier rounds. 100%. Um, but yeah, there's been a few times on Love is Blind where the doors have opened and the person's been unimpressed. You're like, oh, you can see the mouthing. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> the doors just yeah. close back up. <laughs> it's like a draw, like a, like a prank show. They just fall <laughs> through the thing. Um, but then the, the wildest part about the show is the way it ends is you go all the way to the wedding day and then they choose right then like on the altar like the do you accept this person yes or no so they have two weeks to back out of it kind of thing yeah but they rarely do it's like 95 percent of the time people only back out at the actual wedding day um and i think a lot of that is and there's there was one guy a few seasons ago that was very clear this was what he was doing a lot of people that make it to the wedding day on the show get like social media famous uh, and then so a lot of people are in for the clout of like, oh, I'll just drag this They're out. milking their moment. A TikTok this morning, actually, where a lawsuit's come out recently from the season five, uh, and it laid out the contract of Love is Blind, and apparently, if you get proposed to, you have to go to the altar. Otherwise, sense. they hold you, oh. they, 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 you, you owe Love is Blind right. money. Um, and so... Because for me, I'm like, why wouldn't you save the person the heartache and just say that no earlier? But if you have to play along with the whole... You're meeting their grandmother and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, never going to see you again. 100%, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, at but, the altar, you have to say in front of their family that you hate this person. <laughs> in front of their family, yeah. Yeah, yeah they all show up. Yeah, other than the first few episodes where the actual dates are happening, the ending is by far the best because... It's this weird prisoner's dilemma thing where it's like, I want to say yes, but if they're going to say no, I'd rather say no so oh, I don't get embarrassed. It's like the it's nuclear like, codes. Exactly. And it's like, oh, like, are they both going to say yes? Is like one going to say no? And, Who do they ask first? Uh, I'm sure that the producers beforehand are like, are you going to say yes or no? And then it's like very often the person that says no goes second. Last, right? Yeah. 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 So there's probably a red flag if the producers are like, you're going to go first. <laughs> <laughs> You get all your clothes are from. Yeah, I know where these are from. Patagonia. <laughs> from, a, from a bar back, by the looks of it. Uh, this is actually a fake Patagonia. Sure. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, you're wearing fake clothes. Well, I mean, the real clothes. <laughs> all right. But you wanted, you wanted the prestige of the Patagonia shirt, but you I... didn't want to pay the Patagonia price. You didn't want to have to pay real uh, workers to, to, to create the, the, the clothes. You're just stealing the, the, it is kind of worse because Patagonia donates all their profits to the environment. Like this is the one that you shouldn't, but it was like two bucks in Thailand. I mean, maybe it's real. I have my doubts. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, like, did you get it at a random shop or did you go to like a t-shirt press place and be like, can you put Patagonia? <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> Custom yeah. fake clothes. I, they probably aren't even allowed to do that. Oh, who's going to stop? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that they are. You're a white man in 2024. <laughs> who's going to stop you? Just go in there and say Nike. 
Yeah. If they, those places do like Disney logos all the time. I'm sure if they do that, they can do like. True. Like the day after anything in pop culture, they have like the Trump mugshot. Yeah. Or they've got like Mickey Mouse with like, I don't know, fighting Goku or something like that. So you guys are encouraging me to go to a teacher shop and just request copyrighted stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Get a cease and desist from Disney. They're, they are really litigious. Oh, like that. it's them and Nintendo are the two that it's like, the they will come after you for anything. Like a small video game shop will be hosting a Super Smash Brothers tournament and Nintendo will be like, absolutely not. Get out of like, here. Like they won't even let them put the poster up with no, like... exactly. Wow. Yeah. I heard that Disney with someone's grave, like a little boy or something really sad died. Yeah. And it had like a Disney quote or, or a picture of Snow White or something. And Disney were like, you're taking Came by, it. smashed up that tombstone. It was like, sorry, <laughs> sorry, kiddos. Sorry, family. Yeah, you got to pay yeah. to play, play, baby. You got to pay. <laughs> Bob, Bob Eisner came over there. And Bob Iger? Iger, yeah. Kicked it over himself? He's, he looks fit. I see him in that master class that he's been trying to promote. Um, All these billionaires are fit. Yeah, well, it's, I, I, feel like, I feel like they have the secret now. Like yeah, it's called cash. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they got the cash, but I feel like they've done enough like genetic testing and whatnot that they've like formulated some serum that, that like everybody can figure out how to stay young. It's like Ozempic mixed with steroids, mixed with uh, mixed with I don't know. They have the B twelve youth. Yeah, well, at least enough to like like Jeff Bezos is is Jack now dating uh, dating a twenty two year old. I don't know what what how old she's not twenty two. Well, whatever. And uh, and. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio hasn't aged a bit. Well, it's like when you you ever watch American Idol or any of yeah. those The Voice that when they when they show the auditions of like the people who won when they bring back the Carrie Underwood or whoever the auditions they always look like a normal person but then you're like oh their skin gets way but you can see the line of like oh they're rich now and they yeah. just look amazing. Yeah, do you have a nighttime skin care routine? Um, sometimes I'll put some weird gloopy black stuff I buy from shoppers on my face oh, and that's tell me about that <laughs> gloopy black stuff sounds is, very good what is gloopy black stuff uh, it's like active charcoal I think so it's literally just says like facial scrub and then I rub it in my hands and I feel it feels like there's sand in it and I go that's probably taking out something out of my face <laughs> yeah and then I rub my face in it and then I go I it looks like a hate crime right now so let me wash this off my face and then I get Does it, it hurt the sand like texture? So no, but the when I first started doing it, it would sting. And then the internet was like, "Oh yeah, that's because your face is dirty as hell." Oh, you had to <laughs> like you put your routine on the internet. No, 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 no. It was I was like I looked up. I'm like, how come when I use facial cleanser it hurts? And it's like that's because it's cleansing out all the like dirt in your face. Oh, but not... now when I do it, it doesn't sting at all. It's like oh, it was actually like washing something. Else. I thought they were gonna say that's because you're buying the three dollar one with <laughs> no name. Yeah. I like that you went to the internet to figure out why does my face hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, am I allergic to this? Like, just I'm just trolling you. <laughs> Your face is dirty, that's why. Um, what about you? Do you keep it You keep it tight? You got something kind of some secret routine you're not telling us now that you're a billionaire? No, no. Uh, what What do I use? I use a that soft stuff. I don't know. It's just a light cleanser, like a... Um, this is the most guys trying to explain the routine. <laughs> gloopy black stuff. Ah, it's Gloop. soft. Ah, uh, yeah. It was like thin, thin, uh, thin liquid. No idea what it's called again. Stuff you get from Costco in a giant, giant jar. But, um, but yeah, no. I just uh, do a little wash, do a little moisturizer. Try and try and keep this. The oh, the know, little bags. Can keep this down, but and then just fall asleep on top of my face on my silk pillowcases. It is a risky thing when you're pointing at your face too, being like this thing down. I'm like the bags. <laughs> no, I didn't know about those. Oh, the wrinkles. Does uh, your product also have a like 
men are fragile name kind of it because i think the one i use is called like bulldog or something like that dude i I think about that every time me and my girlfriend are shopping for body wash all the like the female ones the dove are the scent it's like mint lavender all the guys are like fire spoon harpoon you're like what are these smells fight an avalanche (laughs) kill a god they're all just the exact same scent yeah just it's just yeah does it work though or is there just no other choice oh i fought an avalanche after this stuff (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah you got it um I, I heard also, I don't know how true this is, maybe it's an ur- urban legend, but that was a lot of the big release of uh, the reason for releasing Coke Zero is because Diet Coke sounds too feminine, but they're, they're like, oh, Coke Zero sounds like kind of cool, kind of tough. and like <laughs> Zero calories, yeah. just and, like me. And then according to the numbers, like men are way more likely to drink Coke Zero than women are more wow. likely to drink Diet Coke. Because what is the difference? Because Diet Coke, Coke has zero. no calories. It's mostly like, it's mostly just flavor. There's like, a bit of an ingredients difference. I think Diet Coke has like slightly more sodium or something, but the main difference is just the the flavor. Coke Zero is more of a, like a typical Coke flavor, where Diet Coke's got its own its soda. own taste. Yeah. If you had to drink one pop or Coke, one uh, soda pop for the rest of your life, which one would you choose? Ooh, like you're only allowed one? Only allowed one. This is your own. This is your choice for the rest of your life. Are you allowed water? You can have you can have water. But you don't you, have to just have live a, off. <laughs> if you're having a pop, if you're having a soda pop, you're having you having your got it. One soda. Yeah, yeah. Your oh. go-to. It might be Coke Zero, but also my youthful wonder wants to say Pepsi <laughs> Blue because oh, I wow. loved Pepsi Blue as a kid, and they re-released it for like a month a couple years ago, and I bought out to the convenience store by me, and then I remember tasting it and going. Oh, yeah. Nostalgia. <laughs> it, it, it lived up to it? It wasn't like you got home and you're like, oh, shit. The first one, I was like, yeah, this is what I wanted. And then I was like, I've got another case of this in my fridge. This <laughs> what, is the ca- what is the taste of blue? It's, it's like a berry flavor. Oh, berry. Like, so it's, it's yeah. berry. It's berry. Uh, it's cola. like berry Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of thing. That just sounds great. Yeah. I was once so determined to win an Xbox back when I was a teenager <laughs> that there was a Pepsi contest that was like, you cut the uh, label. Yeah. And on the back, there was a code. It was like when they were just starting to try to have internet like things lined up. And you could enter this code to see if you won an Xbox. I was like a homeless guy. I was raiding like garbage cans just to find Pepsi bottles. I'd come home with like 100 labels. Oops. Never won. No. But no. people win those all the time. I used to work with a dude that he would do that. Like anytime it was like, keep your the cap of your Coca-Cola and win an Xbox. And he'd like win an Xbox and stuff. He would? Yeah. And... um. Our, a friend that we all know, our friend Alice, uh, she recently just started submitting to these online contests and winning stuff and got a bunch of other people involved. So for Instagram, these like contests, often it's like, post your story and stuff like that to win. Right. Uh, so since we don't want to spam our friends, we all just created like fake influencers. You've got like a cartel? Yeah, like a little cartel. And we just like tag each other in the comments and like share stories and stuff like that. And we call it our like contest pig hustle. And they're all and, fake like, usernames? They're all like, yeah, they're all just like completely fake usernames. Sometimes it'll be like our initials or like, but I think Alice's is just like some completely random combination of words. And then we've won like, uh, like she won me Leafs tickets the other day she gave to what? me. Because she's an Oilers fan. So she's like, I want Leafs tickets here. Take them. Uh, and then like, also like in total, we've won like the, there's like a backpack's been won. I think like cutlery sets have been won. Like we just like go online, tag Sweet each other in these things. Forks. Yeah, <laughs> not quite as cool as the leaf tickets. Oh yeah. no, man! Think about all those knives and spoons. <laughs> oh, I love a good knife. You go to the game knife. once, you got a knife forever. It's, hey, it's true. What's the name of your uh, your your um, spammer account? I, I think my your I, bot account, if you will, your Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, I think I just called like I was like, what's the most influencer thing I could come up with? 
and then I just put up FD journeys and it's just all my travel photos I just put up and I make it seem like I'm constantly traveling the world. So when people are like, oh, we want someone to win this jacket, I'm like, well, why don't you give it to an up and coming influencer? <laughs> up and coming influencer. <laughs> that it looks like I traveled a bunch last year, but these photos are from like the past decade. <laughs> so yeah, they're just, the pixel quality gets worse and yeah, worse. Exactly. This guy loses phone in Turkey. <laughs> what about you, Scott? What would you be drinking if you could only drink one soda for the rest of your life? Uh... I mean, my heart wants to say like an A and W root beer. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, but some, but it's too sweet sometimes. You know, my my go to is a, like a Mexican Coke, like a Yarito? No, oh, just like the Coca Cola made in Mexico. Yeah, because he's the real cane sugar there. Right, that's the good stuff. Right, that hooks it straight to your vein. Got caffeine in there. <laughs> straight to your veins. You're yeah. shooting. You can tie it up the thing. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good stuff. Um, but yeah, the child of me says says the. Uh, the A&W root beer. Mm. Mm-hmm. So sweet. So I don't even know how they make root beer. I don't know what root they make it out of. You take that over a mug or a uh, Barks. Bark is trash. <laughs> Bark's trash. Bark's got bite. You, there's a reason why you don't hear about it anymore. I can see the logo in my head, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not into the... Uh... To the pop scene and to the soda scene. You aren't in the soda scene anymore. Not right? as much as you would want, you want the to be. has bite thing? Wasn't that just because they were the only root beer with caffeine? Because root beer doesn't naturally have caffeine, does was it? Was that what it was? Yeah, I believe so. That Barks has bite was like, yeah, had caffeine in it. Or maybe added caffeine. <laughs> it's got the drug that you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, it had more of a, it had more of a bite to it. Yeah. It, it was less sweet and more of like um, a sharp taste yeah. to it. That's a yeah. good branding though. We're still talking about that slogan. Like, yeah. Bark. Yeah. Bark. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what Mug or A and W's tagline is. Mug has, but it's the same too. <laughs> they all have bite. Mugs is nice. Mugs is a nice root beer. You know, I. I what a dad's a dad's. Dad's is okay because it comes in the bottle. It feels like you're having a sarsaparilla. I think that's is that the root that they use for yeah. root beer. You guys know. You guys are smarter hey, you don't than know I thought. Shit, do you? Hey, you don't know. <laughs> no, root beer. What's, what's, like... what's what's your what's your range of knowledge? What is nothing. The thing that... <laughs> I know how to turn on TikTok Live. I know how to upload You're a, a YouTube video. Presser. You're a button presser. I, I'm a button presser. Yeah, yeah. And just pressing the big button. Yeah. Like John Locke and Lost, if any of you guys get that reference. Who wasn't John Locke? It was that. Was, no, he took over from Desmond. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Over, nice did. try. Try to help me. So you know about Lost and you know about pressing buttons. A little buttons. pop culture, yeah. But you only know the end of Lost. I don't know how they're making these pops and sodas right now. No, you never watched the show how, how, how this is made or how it gets made? A or? couple times, like on a flight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, just a bunch of factory lines and the guy narrating over it. And I just like... my eyes glaze. <laughs> you, you. So you're not a pop man. You're like, I won't have pop. I'll have two if I had of like, water. it would be torture to have milk. to only drink soda for the rest of my life if I couldn't drink water like that. I would drive. I could feel it on oh, my yeah. teeth already. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. No one's forcing you. This is not torture. This but... is a pop is a treat. Okay, you only have it a little, every once in a while. There's a reason why they make a diet version. It's too good. But in this world, it's I can too... only have one for the rest of my life. Yeah. Dr. This world, Pepper. This fucking world. Yeah, the world. The world uh, that we just... Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper. Dr. I'm a Pepper Forrest Gump man. Yeah. yeah. 23 spices or whatever. 23 flavors. I think that's... Isn't that KFC? Okay. <laughs> it's the same ingredients? Yeah. But that's so they make both? Uh, now does... Is pop specifically like the carbonated stuff or is anything on the like select a pop machine thing go? Because then I might say iced tea. Because iced tea is not, I don't think, traditionally a pop. but It's not a pop, but I put it in that range because you, yeah. when you're growing up, people were just rocking those Arizona iced tea. And oh, nest tea, too. Nest There's sugar in that. It's a pop. You can Great. get it at Wendy's. I haven't seen a good nest tea plunge in a little while commercial. I used to like those ones. That was a great campaign. Yeah, it was. 
Just a guy standing, having his drink, and then falling into a pool. Tell me, tell me, nothing feels better than that. What's more refreshing than falling into a pool? Yeah. It's never happened to either of us. <laughs> and if it does happen to you and you fall into a pool, it's less refreshing than you think. But you know, you know what's a bit sad? The fall of Snapple. We're at Snapple. Oh. They were. I mean, I wasn't a Snapple person, but people love. Is that not around anymore? I haven't seen it for ages. Clicking the little lid like that. You know yeah. what? I was excited to have Philippe on the show today because I'm like, we're going to talk gambling. We're going to talk something. Whoa, we're whoa, talking 40, marketing. And soda. 45 <laughs> minutes on soda pop marketing. <laughs> so sorry. Wait, I didn't know you were a massive gambler. No, uh, I wouldn't say bad. I have a gambling problem. <laughs> That's what this is, an intervention. Bring out his parents. I'm here because I lost the bets to Ian. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. Your go-to gambling game. Uh, strictly a game, it would have to be texas hold'em poker but these days it's sports betting because it's impossible oh, you... to do anything otherwise you're a hold'em like... though you play you play texas hold'em online oh. uh once in a while i i haven't much lately but like okay. in terms of like casino games and stuff like that that would be my my go-to one if i had to pick one uh i was one of those nerds that came up in the big the poker boom of 2005 you watch around as once, and you're like, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to be Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I've seen that movie so many times for that exact reason, just being like, I'll be a grinder. I'll drive to Niagara Falls. I'll win two hands an hour for the rest of my life. <laughs> Have you tried to make your living off of poker? Yeah, I had a fantasy about it when I first moved to L.A. Was I was like, I'll drive to Vegas. It's a five-hour drive. I'll drive every weekend. I'll win enough money for the week, and I'll come home. First night I ever tried it, lost everything in like 10 minutes. <laughs> the guy was like younger than me too. He's like 18 or I guess he's 21 probably. Yeah. Just like bullying me at the table. I lose so quickly. I, I, I really killed that dream very quickly. We, I, we got into poker really hard in, in high school. Like, like too hard. Um, where we were playing games. Like before Texas Hold'em was the only game that anybody ever played. Uh, and we were playing things like match the pot. So if you lost, you had to match the pot of whatever it was. Um, so like the pots were getting up to a hundred dollars, two hundred dollars, and nobody had that money at yeah. the time. So they were writing IOUs. So you would have IOUs from like uh Troy and Brendan and and all these people, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna match the pot with Brendan's IOU here because you had like IOU for two hundred bucks or or, or whatever. They're like travelers checks, you're like trading pretty, pretty well, but you played with the same guys all the time and people were getting into some big time debts with everybody, like five hundred dollars uh um matching these pots because you were doing like low um Chicago or like a three card stud. All the ones just grandparents know how to play. Yeah, exactly. now. Only know how to play hold'em. High low. You're doing high low splits and whatnot, and uh, it was great. We, we were playing. We were, I it was the problem uh, I had was it's it was taking up too much time. That's why I asked you about it, if you thought you could grind it out. So I had to read my chemistry book while I was like playing poker at the same time, and like. Because I had a test the next day or whatever it was. And these things, these games are like five hours long. I'm playing there, <laughs> people are going in the whole $500. I'm trying to learn about uh, organic chemistry. Honestly, it was a bit of a problem. So so you knew right away, was it too much of a time commitment for you to become a professional or dream of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love that your friend group invented its own credit system. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> We're like buying debt off each other. And like... <laughs> you, had, you showed up with your wallet full of like IOUs and whatnot, but you always had to come in with your buy-in of a certain amount of cash. Did anybody yeah. ever like exactly do like a debt schedule where they're like, okay, give me $1,000 of IOUs for 10 bucks. I'll yeah, buy the debt. I mean, you had to pay up. There was, a, there, was a, there, was, there was some repercussions. Did you ever fantasize? <laughs> about being a professional gambler in some capacity uh probably some capacity yeah i've uh i i got really into poker 
uh, when I was younger. Again, like during that big like poker boom of like 2005, 2006, when the NHL was on lockout and then Sportsnet and TSN were like, oh, what do we put on TV? Poker, I guess. Is that what happened? Is that how it It, it wasn't the only catalyst, but it was a big part of it. So just like one of the big four leagues wasn't on. So they were like, oh, we got to fill the time with something, I guess, this. Um, but also it was like kind of ramping up before that as well. And I remember learning about it. I was like, I've always been like a big like math nerd numbers guy. And I remember learning about it and being like, oh, poker's just very quick calculation of math. Of like, mm. oh, I need to get this card. It's my odds of getting that card are this. The pot is this. So if I need to pay 30% of the pot and it's a 40% chance I get that card, so that's like on a long term, that's a winning play kind of thing. And I was like, I really like that. That's that's awesome. I can use math to win money. <laughs> <laughs> So I'd play against friends and stuff, do pretty well. And then it's one of those things that, like, you go online and it's like, oh, everyone online is super good. Right. It's all the people who are yeah. like, I can use math to make money. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like being, like, a kid going from, like, playing hockey select to, like, you play, like, You're like, this is an NHL. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, everyone here is so much better than me. Um, and now there's algorithms, too, where people can have, like, essentially extensions, like, yeah. AI extensions that are playing, like, five That's tables. like, the best. Exactly. They're calculating the odds on it. So you don't even need to be good enough. fun for you oh absolutely it's not I, about fun online it's about yeah. making that money well that's the thing that's, i mean because people ask i still like to play every once in a while i play uh but i when i go i don't want to play texas hold'em yeah i don't want to do a tournament i want to play i want to play dealer chooses the game and then uh, and then you play whatever the dealer chooses see i only want to play hold'em like with I, friends and because it, i don't know it's, it's it's the one it's like the Cadillac of poker. I know, but if you're going to be silly enough to bet on cards, why not have a little bit of fun? Why not go fish? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we used to play a game called Post uh where um you a low you, you have flip two cards, one and you had to you had to bet whether it go inside inside the uh the numbers, inside the cards or outside the cards. Um like if say you had a ten and a and an eight. <laughs> you explaining you... the rules of your made up game on a <laughs> podcast? It's it's high low at the same time. It's right? high it's low like... at the same time, but if it goes in the middle, but if it goes hits the post, you had to match the pot. And everybody <laughs> sometimes people hit the pot and they just blow their minds. You know, they they they, they lose everything they worked for for the whole summer. All those IOUs. Forget about it, man. Out people, the window. people leave my place crushed. Their souls are crushed. <laughs> they know they'd have to go back to work to work for old Yamamoto. Yeah, <laughs> I do love that you're just like Ian's. Like, oh no, I want to play hold'em because it's a game everyone knows, and there's like more skill to it than typical poker and stuff. And you're like, no, I want the coin flip games. I know, <laughs> yeah, <I'm just laughs> gambling. So, uh, so, what's your go-to game if you went to the casino? You said yours poker. You do poker? Yeah, poker or like uh, the one time I went to Vegas, like I, I would just do the sports books. I did some blackjack, some po like blackjack and roulette is something you do like. That's one of those things where it's like you go expecting to... I mean, all gambling, you go expecting to lose money. But especially those, because like the math of it is you're going to lose money. Uh, and roulette's the second best odds in the casino. I can tell you one person so, yeah. who thinks he's going to win every single time. <laughs> 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 Look, I just need one, I just need 10 more dollars each, guys. Um, I like roulette. My go-to when I go to the, the casino is roulette. Uh, yeah. Because I enjoy the... the. It doesn't matter. It, it's It's... You're not winning. You're, the odds are against you. I, you know, you obviously just look for the one that's not a two double zeros, like a zero and a double zero. Um, Unless you have balls. Yeah. Well, the payout's still the same. Put it all on seven. <laughs> I've seen people hit on that. Like, like get it. Like, number? Yeah, but most oh, of the yeah. time, they're the ones who are like, they're betting $100 on like... I love it with the people that come in with a system and they just have all the numbers all over the place <laughs> and looking at them. And <laughs> just put it all on one number. Did you ever think like... Uh, 
I mean, I'm sure you did as well sound like because you've got that math brain that you like, did you learn to count cards? I know I certainly did. Were you like, yeah, I know like the process of it, but then also very quickly. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, by the time you know about it, everyone else is ready. Every single person knows. And the, the they've obviously accounted yeah. for it. That now it's six decks and they shuffle almost exactly time. like for blackjack. Six decks. Can you not? Yeah, it's you... a lot harder. And they yeah. shuffle way more often than they used to back in the day with like the movies. So it's way less of an advantage. Like you'll still get a tiny advantage, but it's not like what it used to be where it's like, oh no, you could win. It's so essentially like what you have to do now. Like everyone's doing it and people are, t- if you're doing the wrong move at a table, people are like yelling at you. Like, oh, yeah. so are you winning at your sports gambling? Uh, sports betting, I've, I'm up a few thousand dollars over the past year. Uh, but that's less because of I'm some like brilliant savant that knows every team that's going to win. And it's more, I was explaining this to someone the other day. I feel like we're in the early stages of sports books where, like, they're just trying to get people to sign up as much as possible. Right. So you're getting all these, like, promotions, all these, like, bet $50, get $50 back for free. Mm. And it's a lot like the early days of, like, Uber, where, remember, like, you you used, oh, to, be, yeah. you used to be able to go across the city for, like, 10 bucks because they'd give you so many discounts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they get you hooked. Yeah, and now it's, and then once everyone's hooked, then they drive up the price, and that's market capitalism in effect and everything's going so and this now, is the gold rush where they're like free pickaxes for everyone who wants to come mine it's very safe oh absolutely so there's like as many pickaxes as you can right <laughs> exactly i'm just there on multiple sports books being like oh if i bet here they'll give me an extra 50 bucks hell yeah mm-hmm. if i if i bet these guys boosted the odds of this so this thing that was like one in two odds is they're now paying out as if it's like one in seven and yeah I'll go place a bet there um so then i yeah using those promos against each other part of me does wonder though if that will ever go away because the thing with sports betting is it's it's extremely addicting like on like yeah, something yeah. like i mean uber and uber eats can be addicting and just lifestyle but something like that is i think they're often much like mobile games sports books are relying on like the big whales so if they get someone in just coming in to be like, oh, I get a free 50 bucks here. And then a week later, they're placing like $2,000 bets. On From the game. back of an Uber they're addicted to just <laughs> exactly. driving around the block. You bet on a lot of games as well, don't you? Yeah, I was early into sports betting as well because it was a little, it was more legal in Canada. Yeah. Uh, you could you could do it for years through like these other sites. Um, but in that, in that same way too, where it, it can be a, a, a slippery slope. This came up because we saw each other at a party and Philippe was the talk of the town because he <laughs> just hit a major like long shot bet. What's the what was the bet, man? Spin the yarn. <laughs> I think the one that day was it was like some five team hockey parlay. It was like a twenty five dollar bet that paid out like a thousand bucks or something like mm-hmm. that. And yeah, it was again. And the reason it was a five team parlay is because the sports book has this thing where it's like, oh, if you place a five team parlay and one of them loses, we'll just give you your money back. So you're essentially getting five team odds while really only betting on four teams because one of them can lose and you would get your money back. This is how people get addicted because even <laughs> hearing this on the show, like 25 bucks and made up $1,000 and it was guaranteed. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't guaranteed. Yeah. That's something. Now, that parlay, for people that don't know, is a, uh, a bet. And if that bet goes well, uh, all the bets have to go well. You have to bet on multiple games or multiple things to happen in the same bet. So, I'm like, it right. could be, like, the Knicks have to win, the Blue Jays have to win, whatever. The Chiefs have to win it's the like Super Bowl. an algorithm. If, yes, you win. And, and if yeah. something goes wrong along the way, you lose the whole bet. So you could be four out of five things going your way, and then right. something messes up, and you're out. Exactly. And it's basically the entire premise of that Adam Sandler movie, Uncut Gems, where he's, like, <laughs> placing, like, these Uncut crazy long shots. Like, this team to win the tip off, and then this guy to score right, 25 right. points. Um, cause if you were to place them all as individual bets, if 
You wouldn't pay that much. Exactly. Wouldn't pay as much. And then if one team loses, you still get money from the other ones. And sometimes they'll try to cash you out. Like if, yeah. if you've got a really long shot bet, let's say four of the five things have happened. The gambling side will be like, hey, you placed $100 on this six months ago. We'll give you $5,000 right now to walk away because the, the, the payoff might be 100000 you know, whatever it is, depending yeah. on how crazy it is. Oh. Um, and so what do you feel like is the your favorite thing to bet on? Is it NBA? Is it NFL? Is it hockey? The ones I'm most knowledgeable about are hockey and NFL. Mm. Um, that's but, funny because like I was uh, thinking with your math brain, I thought you were going to say baseball because that's the one that they say is the most predictable. Uh, baseball is predict the the reason baseball is so predictable like the money ball thing of it is because there's so many games and then like uh there's it which cuts out the variance of like oh the best teams will usually end up making the playoffs because you play so many games and they go on so long but like on a game-to-game basis baseball is really random like a top team in baseball wins like 60 percent of its games that's it yeah where like if you were like if you won 60% of your games in the NBA, you're like, what, the, like, six seed? Like, the seven seed? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Boston so. is on a tear right now, too. You're like... It, it, and that's the thing I like about the NBA, too. Sometimes there's, like, big... You can see they're supposed to win by, like, 17 points. You're like, okay, this is uh, almost a shoe-in. Yeah. Almost. Um, but then, like, yeah. There's, like, no team in baseball would ever win 90% of its games. Like, no one would do what the Warriors did a few years ago. Right. That just doesn't happen. Um, so, baseball on a game-to-game basis is really, really unpredictable, which is usually why i stay away from it um but stuff like football i'd say is the most predictable because football is a lot of matchups uh which i think is where like big sports nerds can get an edge where you can be like okay this team is really good and they're playing this less good team but the reason this team is so good is because of their running and this team's got like a really good running defense so mm. there might be a bit of a a bit of a matchup discrepancy there that we you, can take advantage you of. you put any money on that Super Bowl win? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the Super Bowl one was actually one of my bigger wins of the year. because before, Hello. Uh, and again, talking about the promo stuff, before the season started... I it think sounds like we're sponsored by FanDuel. <laughs> well, which, <laughs> which site is it, man? Well, they get these thousand bucks. No, we're, uh, not, we're not name-jumping any sites. <laughs> not, they pay to play. <laughs> yeah, they, they can sponsor us. Exactly. Uh, they yeah. can give us money. We can gamble away. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, the reason I won so much on the Super Bowl was because one of these unnamed sites could be your sites if you sponsor us. <laughs> uh, one of these unnamed sites had a promo before the the season where it was like, hey, if you place a bet, I think it was like maximum 200 bucks. If you place a bet up to 200 bucks on a team to win the Super Bowl, and this is before the season started, if you place a bet on them to win the Super Bowl, throughout the year, every game they win will give you like 10% of your bet back. So every game you win, you get 20 bucks back if you place 200 bucks. So I was like, okay, well, let me bet on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl because they'll definitely win at least 10 games. Right. Smart. they play in a weak division. So they'll win 10 games. I'll get my 200 bucks back. And then I basically have a free Chiefs win the Super Bowl bet. And then so they ended up winning the Super Bowl. And then that paid out, I think, like 1400 bucks or something like that. On that $200 yeah, bet. That it you... was like a 7 to 1 odds before the season or something like that. Wow, you had it yeah. early. Wow, that's yeah. cool. So then I was like, oh, <laughs> amazing. So it was... The yeah, it was like the seven to one odds paid out fourteen hundred, and then I had already got to my two hundred bucks back through the the ten wins throughout the year. So you know what, you are the real deal with this stuff. <laughs> when I texted him and said, "Hey, you want to come chat gambling on the pod?" He, and I love what and what you said too. You're like, "Hey, I'm not, I'm not." Or what, what did you say? I, I think I just said like, "Oh, I'm not like." I do this very casually. I'm not like a professional that has like models. And then immediately I read that as like supermodels and just imagined him at the Bellagio <laughs> being like, look, I don't make so much money that there's a girl on each arm yeah. throwing dice. I said earlier, but I'll repeat it for the cameras of like, it shows what a math nerd I am. That when I hear models, I'm like, oh, statistical models. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Analytics. Yeah, of course. 
Um, no, because there's a few people I follow on Twitter. Like, uh, I'll give a shout out to a really good one, uh, Rachel Dory, who used to work for the Vancouver Canucks and the New Jersey Devils. Of now she just makes hockey models. And then it's just like, she'll post on Twitter. She's like, hey, these are the good odds today. And it'll be like, McDavid's to get two assists. Matthews to score a And it's goal. fairly accurate in, in your She hits more often than she misses. Wow. Yeah. She's so, like a gambling guru for everybody now. Yeah, like she went to school for like uh, hockey anal- or sports analysis and then got really into hockey models. And I think Don LeCision of The Athletic is another one that on The Athletic, he'll post his like hockey fix for the day and they're they're pretty good. And there's a ton of people that have these like fancy math models that win them a ton of money. Well, you should throw your picks up there on your uh... <laughs> my picks. No, you are not a winner <laughs> in any capacity in this you're, life. You're not making these uh, seven to one odd. That's uh, but uh, these contestant on your contestant um, Instagram page there. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, and his he can become a gambling influencer. Yeah, Yeah, people like that more than blurry travel photos from 2003. Think about about all the wonderful uh, 360 bets you could get there. Is it 365 bets? Bet 365. Hey, pay to play. (laughs) Yami, have you ever, are you not much of a sports betting guy? You ever done it? I love to bet on sports, but with the people that I'm I'm with, uh, because it makes the game more fun. I'm not interested in just like putting the money onto the internet and be like, hey, uh, Mr. Man, give me money if this goes through. It seems you're not like doing too it many alone. extra steps for me. You yeah. know what I mean? Everybody, you're at a Super Bowl party. Everybody's betting on it. Or there's love, props. love it. Makes the whole time better. You get a little, get a, you know, the, the this whatever a scorecard going for everybody. Um, That's the thing. It makes you care about a game which maybe you wouldn't care about normally. One hundred percent. But I like doing it with other people because then you can like shit talk people. Yeah, uh, if they're losing. Oh, so you'd bet against your friend in the same room. Like, He's taking the Chiefs. We're taking the 49. Exactly. Right. Uh, my favorite version of that is it was a friend's, uh, bachelor party. So a bunch of us were like, okay, let's, uh, he's, uh, he's Australian. He's never been to a hockey game. Let's take him to like, for the first part of his bachelor party, we're going to go with the Marlies. We're playing like Toronto's minor league hockey team. They were playing like a 1 PM game that day. So we're like, let's go to this Marlies game, get drunk. And then we'll go out and party after and do stuff like that. So then we take him to this game and we're doing exactly what you're saying. We're just like live betting on stuff in the moment. It's like, okay, this team to win this period, this team to win this period. And then like the entire section around us is getting kind of into it. And then intermission comes and then they're like, oh, for intermission, these two like teams of five-year-olds are going to play each other. <laughs> you guys, degenerates. <laughs> yeah. The explosion of everyone like, oh, oh okay, let's, let's bet on this, let's bet on this. And I swear like one of the most out of a movie moments possible, my friend leans over to me and he goes, uh, my friend Scott, uh, not the Scott, other Scott. My friend leans over. He's like, okay, these kids, I want the, it was like the blue team versus the white team because those are the Marley's colors. He goes, okay, I want the blue team. 20 bucks on the blue team. The guy sitting behind us, the guy sitting behind us taps Scott on the shoulder and goes, you want the white team. And then Scott's like, I want the white team, apparently. White team smokes the blue team. Whoa. Like, I don't know if this guy watches every he, game. He's the dad knows. of the kid on the blue yeah. team. <laughs> like, he's he's got, the dad of the yeah. goalie or something. He, he's, he's like, like my, my kid sucks. Do you ever, because like, I know you're a huge Leafs guy. You're a huge yeah. Toronto sports guy, right? Yeah. Do you ever follow your heart and place bets that you shouldn't? Or do you like, do math first where you're like, no, I got to bet against the Leafs tonight. I, or you stay away. Or do you ever I, be like, they're going to win the Stanley Cup $1,000. I almost exclusively bet against the Leafs, <laughs> against my favorite team. Whoa. It's in something I call sadness insurance, where I'm like, I'll be happy if my team wins, but I can takes out some sadness insurance and put 50 bucks against them. Oh. So if they lose, then at least I, you're happy I anyway. Yeah. It is genius. I, love, I do love sadness insurance. It's yeah. not even happiness insurance. It's the opposite. It's yeah. like, oh, I'll never feel happy. It'll just make me feel less sad yeah. to it's, watch them win. Especially when it's a game where it's like, 
Because the Leafs are notorious for just losing games they really should be winning. Mm. So when it's a game where they're the heavy favorites, I'm like, oh, let me put 10 bucks on the other team because this is exactly... Like, a few years ago, one of the one of the first big wins I had was when the Leafs were in the playoffs against Montreal and they were up 3-1 in the series. They needed to win one more game to advance to the next round. And then Montreal won game five and I went, this team's going to blow it, isn't aren't they? So I bet on Montreal to win the entire series. Oh, sure enough, no. they came back. Traitor. Yeah. <laughs> so I was devastated. The most devastated I've been as a sports fan. But, but richer than yeah. God. <laughs> but I had an extra like 500 bucks to my name. So. All right. If you were in charge of the Leafs, name me three players that you would drop tomorrow. Oh, this is controversy. You can make uh, Leafs fans You just full on fire them. Gang, get... It's wild because I think they're in a pretty good place right now. Like the, the thing I would do is sign like I would get another defenseman for Morgan Riley to play with because right now I think the team's in a in a good spot the like the three players when you're like what three players would you drop I'm like at the the three bottom of the lineup guys like (laughs) just to put in better players there's no one at like there's no one near the top where I'm like this guy's a bum he's making too much and like blah 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 like no all the guys that make too much like they put up points like Austin is on pace to score 70 goals this year Marner's on pace to have 100 points again Nylander's on pace to flirt with 100 points as well and did you like, bet on those no no uh none of that uh i'm too impatient for the most part for like futures bets where it's like oh this player to win mvp or the like other than the super bowl one i was just right. talking about because of the immediate normal. gratification yeah i, I want mm. that immediate payout like, like um a, like a true addict exactly <laughs> i want <laughs> that dopamine rush hitting that night <laughs> um have you heard that to tie it back into our sponsor of the show, Ozempic. No, no. <laughs> but that Ozempic, people who are on Ozempic who are gambling addicts are no longer gambling addicts. Really? Because apparently what it does is it makes you less hungry. That's one of the things. Mm-hmm. But it also makes people make better decisions. So, like, they go on more walks. They eat healthier. So it ends up being more of, like, a, a brain drug than it is actually a weight loss drug, which is kind of controversial because when you stop going on Ozempic, you gain the weight because all those, like, good habits... Yeah. Like all that, those instincts to go on the walk, not reach for the Doritos, those go away too. So it's kind of like creepy in the sense that it makes you a little bit of a different person, albeit a better person. Does it mess but, with your like dopamine, like reward receptors? Well, they don't know what it does in the brain yet. They like they, it's almost like a working backwards thing. Yeah, we just like the effects that it does to our body. <laughs> and we're, we're... Gives me discipline and lose weight. Sign me <laughs> up. But that the weirdest thing out, like I was shocked to hear that people who were gambling addicts are like, no, I don't feel like doing that anymore. That's wild. Yeah. Like, miracle drug for weight loss and quitting. Gambling. It's going to kill all of us in five years. <laughs> oh, and it also does this. Yeah. The biggest tumors you've ever seen. Um, about the dopamine stuff, I just earlier this month read this book, Dopamine Diaries, kind of talking about like the science behind dopamine and the, the rewards chemical in your brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the subject of gambling, one thing it talks about is they found there's a bigger dopamine spike in placing a bet than yes. winning a bet. The same with pulling, like for people who are addicted to slot machines, it's not even winning. It's the pulling is where the dopamine spike happens. The it's like the hope. They're yeah. addicted to the idea of winning more than winning. A hundred percent, and it's it's fascinating. I think especially because something like sports bets of like you place a sports bet expecting to win, so it's like right. devastating when you lose, and when you win, it's like of course I'm it, a genius. It of never feels I'm... good. Sad is the truth. It's only yeah, feels horrible or. Or expected. What's the worst, like, the worst beat you've ever had? Bad beat? Worst bet you ever made or that looked Um, down on? Like, in terms of sports betting? Anything. Because I think every poker player has a billion stories of, like, this guy had one cards to hit and he got it on the river. And, like, no one cares. (laughs) All those stories. I've definitely had stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any 
Um, there was one Super Bowl parlay I think I had this year that it was going to pay out, I think, close to $1,000 off, like, again, like a $25 bet. And then the only thing that went wrong was I had Brock Purdy under X amount of passing yards. And because the game went to overtime, he passed that number by, like, five yards. Oh, like, no. It's just, like, barely got over. Um, but again, it was, like, a $25 bet. I, I It was just heartbreaking, but it wasn't, like, devastating. Exactly. Like, I've, I rarely... Other than, like, the Super Bowl, where I'll, like, place a larger bets to make the game more exciting, I rarely place bets over, like, 25 50 bucks. So I've never had anything where it's like, oh, God, I can't pay rent this month. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you guys see that streaker? The, yeah. A guy who lives in Vegas, uh, it was, like, a 50000 Like, he placed... Uh, a guy who lives in Vegas essentially decided that he'd bet that there was going to be a streaker of the game. Put, like, 10000 bucks on it. Won, like, 50000 and ate, like, a, you know, $8,000 fine and a night in jail. Next year, I feel like so many people are going to try that now. They're going to have to have, like, way harder defense because of this guy telling the story. 100%, yeah. Yeah, because he, he, he fixed the outcome. Yeah, he knew. It was him. He could affect the game. That's the one way you can affect the game. <laughs> Take out your dick and run across the field. Wait, I, was he naked? Oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, he, he had pants on. Oh, did he? Because if you, if you do, like, full-on streaking... It's. I think you get charged with sex crimes. Oh, now. so he did a bigger. He did. I mean, he was calculated everywhere you go. Exactly. You <laughs> yeah, that's game. not worth your fifty grand. No. Uh, did he get paid out though? Because I know the casino tried to not pay him out for rigging like, it. Yeah, because they were like, "Oh no, you affected the game." He shouldn't have told anybody he bet on it then. Yeah. No, it's uh. I'm but sure how do you get that clout? <laughs> yeah. He probably cashed out and then made the story uh, or something. I don't know. That would suck to pull off a heist like that and then them to be like oh we're not paying you you cheated <laughs> well that was like with the election uh the 2020 election uh the, the lot of the betting sites people were like emailing them being like you know like oh but because trump was saying he stole the election they were like then i got i gotta get my money back like uh, and the betting sites obviously didn't right 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 who are you betting on for this upcoming american election i'm not i'm staying away <laughs> yeah. that was my biggest bad beat ever when yeah. i first moved to la i guess you bet like, you bet on trump to win you voted it, it, and you, <laughs> and you i bet with my vote no in 2016 like a year when they first announced the election i was like oh it's gonna be hillary clinton uh after the obama presidency i was like there's no way and so i bet a, a large amount you're like, there's no way she's going to fumble the bag on this one. <laughs> and then a month before, when the grabber by the pussy tape came out, I was like, okay, I'm hedging my bet. And I doubled down because I was thinking it was a very big that's, bet. That's the opposite of hedging. It was, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was the, the worst part was, in here. I, and I was thinking, I'm like, I'm moving to a new country, a new city. I'm going to, I would like a free month, free first and last of rent. So, yeah. and prior to that, I'd place like a hundred dollars, like same a hundred bucks on a Super Bowl, maybe 25 bucks in here and there. And this was like, I guess, a four-figure bet. And uh, the worst thing was the day of the election, Trump was still such an underdog yeah. that I could have bet like a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks on Trump and like made sure that my money was safe either way. I could have had sadness insurance. You could have hedged your bet. But instead, and I went to, I was still in Canada. I went to an American-themed bar called Home of the Brave. Ordered a burger and a Budweiser to watch the election results coming in, thinking I was like, ah, oh, get around for people. I'm going to be the man. I just remember sitting there being like, oh, God, what have I done? Oh, no. For different reasons than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, no, this is going to destroy democracy. No, and I'm life. just like, me, my first and last is gone. <laughs> me, 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 always me now, forever me. Now, yeah. Please. 
So I'm staying away. I'm not touching it this year. God oh, yeah. bless him. Good luck to everybody. <laughs> you should you should bet on Trump then. We've seen it. We've I'm not betting on anybody because that also is a very bold statement. Uh, yeah, I'm, you know what? I'll just bet on the Super Bowl. Do y'all uh, bet on the Oscars at all? I know I have before, nice year, yeah. but no, I I don't anymore. They're often like so. They're, Can you they're bet on perfect. just anything? Is that what it is? Like on these on the. A lot of them have gotten really degenerate with it. I saw a promo the other day where it's like, bet on when the first patio weather in Toronto will be like day over 20 degrees Celsius. <laughs> Name me this site. Name me this site that's allowing you to bet on. The weather? The weather. Yeah, the weather. Ah, you fucked me, son. <laughs> that cloud. Just like outside, like spraying aerosol. Trying to Try, yeah, leaving your car on yeah. while you're inside. Uh, I had a a rigged bet once like something a friend of mine who i haven't seen very often i won't say who it is because i don't want to out anybody on this but he asked me for dinner and i hadn't seen him in a long time it was a little weird turns out he was betting on whether or not he <laughs> i'd show up for dinner <laughs> uh and i showed up and like halfway through he was like ian you know about online betting right gambling sites and he said he's like i think i know who wins survivor and he wasn't fully sure but because it was during the pandemic they had pre-shot the seasons mm. It was it, they went back to back, and he knew a cameraman on it, and I, I, it's happened in the past now, so I can say this. Right. And my friend's Canadian, and the cameraman was like, "Oh, it's crazy that a Canadian won two years in a row," and said that, and then kind of stopped. And my friend clocked it, and the craziest thing was, and slowly took out his phone <laughs> and texted me and said, "Where's my degenerate friend?" <laughs> the we had missed. You could have bet on it like a week before. But it was all taken down off the sites by the time. Oh, uh, word got out. And the worst thing was her odds to win. She was like a 15 to 1 dog. Like she was not, it would have been so, but he wasn't also 100% sure too. So he was like, I'm 90% sure, but we also weren't like, like don't throw life-changing money on it. Yeah. But like we were tempted to throw like $1,000 on it because it's like that would have paid 16 grand and split it. And you didn't. Couldn't. Right. And then sure enough, she did win like three months later. And I was like, oh, we had it. Like it was right. Hmm. that's why i got the inside track it's like when you used to hear those stories of like old school mafia guys being like hmm i hear your jonesy's horse is gonna have <laughs> yeah. a crooked tail yeah. tonight <laughs> it was as close as i'll ever get to that in my life the wave of how much gambling has taken over social media and television and oh radio, it's brutal everything it's it's wild like every it's fascinating to see like every commercial break during sports game now it's like of the six commercials, four of them are fair gambling websites. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... And most will fail. Like some are so, and even like hearing like the odds all the time on TV. I mean, obviously it's going to ruin a lot of lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Could ruin yours, Yami. Yeah. I think you should get into it, man. Let's do it right now. <laughs> Go live and, and, and place a bet live? Yes, place a bet live right now. Just If people were really not excited about him explaining the made-up card game, they'll love him <laughs> logging his credit card information. Five bucks. You... It says that I can... I can flip this and land it on uh, its its bottom. Empty? Not empty. Halfway. Halfway. I'll drink this halfway. Okay, but you can't do it on the table with the cameras because I don't want the cameras to shake. But if you can land it on the floor, yeah, or something in frame, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll take that bet. There for sure is gonna. This is gonna go poorly. All right, I'll this paint the picture. So full Maybe move the uh, those bottles. Oh uh, yeah, perfect. Yeah. So to paint the picture for you, our you audio actually, listeners, you want some sad insurance on this? Scott is taking a water bottle and he's going to try and flip it. So five bucks. Philippe, five do you bucks. want anything on it? Do Are you staying in or out? No, no, I'm, I'm going to observe. I'm All right, see so if it. It, if it, you don't land it, I get five bucks. It's even odds. If you do land it, you get five bucks? That's correct. All right, one full rotation at least? 
Not one full rotation. It's got to land on its end. Okay, I think I understand. All right. <laughs> Here goes nothing. Five bucks in the hole. Oh! I'm rich. <laughs> uh, li- audio listeners, he fucked up. Oh, landed landed right on its side. Didn't Flat on its side. <laughs> wasn't even. Uh, wasn't even close. Wasn't even a Kawhi bounce of like, is this gonna go? <laughs> like, no. It, yeah. it just... And you learned a lesson about gambling. <laughs> now it hurts. Now it hurts. Truly, uh, pretty upset about that. That's... <laughs> but now you do the Martingale system, and you bet ten bucks, you'll get the next one. Yeah, you keep doubling your bets. Is that the Martingale? Uh... Yeah, you just keep doubling your bets until you eventually until you win. run out of money because you've lost <laughs> yeah. everything. Here we go. 10 oh, he wants <laughs> in. Okay, double or nothing. Double or nothing. All right. Last time I didn't get enough juice. This time I'm going to give it too much juice. Double or nothing. Double or nothing. <laughs> I win again. Twenty dollars. Here we go. Twenty bucks? No. Oh. All right. I like how excited you got there. Too. I was. I'm like watching a guy lose his shirt. Uh, for those listening, he missed the table entirely that time. Yeah, he landed on his own knee almost. <laughs> Turns out that uh, bottle flipping isn't my expertise. While you're on the side on it on a crooked table that's fully on a slant. This was a great bet by me. Do you think there's like competitive bottle flipping? Because it was a big thing on the internet for a while. 100. percent is competitive bottle flipping i have no evidence to back that up i just feel like everybody's doing everything all the time everywhere we were actually yeah. talking about that last week that like if you're the best in the world at tag now or something you can you, you can, can chat espn yeah you can make a living on it through like there's through tiktok or youtube or anything you you can find an audience i was thinking about wim hoff recently do you guys know who wim hoff is no wim hoff is the uh, the ice man he, he's a guy who kind of like was one of the people who made going into cold water famous in the way and breathing techniques anyway wim hoff was like a homeless guy he'd kind of checked out of society decided he didn't want to work traditionally and was squatting for seven years and he started in in um amsterdam he started just swimming in the winter one day in like their pond in this park and everyone was like this is really dangerous going into cold water but he self-taught himself to breathe and got really good at it you cut to now. Wim Hof is like a millionaire. He's got like 4 million YouTube subscribers. He's a best-selling author. You can train with him, and it costs like a $2,000 euros, and he's changed a lot of lives. Like, his stuff is really cool. But it kind of showed that, like, this guy chose to be a homeless guy, opted out of society, and just did this weird thing, going into cold water and breathing, and he still ended up rich from it. So I believe in your bottled dreams, my friend. You keep <laughs> yeah, flipping. I, I can do it for sure. Right, you're a cold plunge guy now. I am, yeah. Uh, how about yourself, Philip? You uh... no, never done it. I've been invited enough that I'm like, okay, what's going on here that I give up this vibe? <laughs> that people are <laughs> like, oh, want to come do the polar bear dip on New Year's morning? Like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> it's your cold heart. Everyone's like, yeah, this guy <laughs> can't get any colder. Uh-huh. Do you have any want to do a cold plunge? Um, not really. Like, it's not something I'm against and opposed to. If like, good, because here we are. Now. <laughs> Bring it out. <laughs> Wheel out the ice. <laughs> It'll cure your gambling addiction. <laughs> Um, how is it a thing you regularly do, or do you just do? I I did it regu- I did it like once a week for about a year. Okay. Um. Now I'm gonna try to do it once a month. But yeah, I uh, it's very challenging. Like it's very difficult. There's, it's definitely not easy. Um. But I you feel like a million bucks. I started doing it because uh, anxiety. Like I was I had heard it was good for that. And I have phobias. I'm afraid of flying, and I'm afraid of elevators. That's my therapist texting me right now. <laughs> Don't tell them about if your you cure this on the on the podcast. So it cured your anxieties about flying and death. So you no longer have them now. Nope. Oh no, I just like going into cold water. Still have all those. You feel good though. I mean, Scott and I have done it together. That's right. We have done it together, back to back. 
Same, same, <laughs> same dub. Same yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't. I like that it's refreshing, but I it's, it's I feel like it's overblown. I feel like all the studies are made up. I feel like <laughs> I. Do you have I, any evidence to back I have that up? Zero evidence. But I feel like it's just another. All I, the studies are made up. Every single scientist I, was like, "I'm just gonna write whatever I want." Honestly, people are just trying to find new things to do all the time, right? It's a, you know, you're just trying to find the guy in Amsterdam that's in the water and then, <laughs> and then build a build a TikTok page around him. That, that's, <laughs> that's the, the guy. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Everyone's just trying to find something to do, um, and it's for something else, for something to buy. Because like, who really wants to wake up and hop into a cold? cold water it's fun to watch i'm like ooh, that looks bad and it is it's, <laughs> it's not fun um but i like the cold like i i like go swimming in in the cold water I like i but i don't see i'm not gonna do it routinely as like a part of my health uh it's not doing anything for me in terms of my health 100 percent. yeah but 100 is bullshit um of the bed mass equation which ones uh, or bed mass which which is your favorite <laughs> Ooh, which one is my favorite? Yeah. People are worried we don't have a niche. Yeah. <laughs> my, it's math today, baby. Uh, if you're looking for a podcast that you can zone out to... <laughs> this, is, this is ASMR of a bunch of men talking about nothing. You know what I hate learning? I don't want to learn any more board game rules. Like, I like board games, but I'm at the point where I'm like, I'll play the ones I know. I, yeah, I don't want to listen to 45 minutes of a friend of mine telling no, me. No, see, with this, I'm like Scott with poker, where I'm like... Oh, I want to show up to a board game party and be like, oh, what's this weird European German So you do game? want to learn. Oh, I've got a big board game collection at home. That's like time. Rockland. He yeah. like loves a new game and like, but that's, a, that's where I've, I've been at his house and he starts talking and telling me the rules and my eyes just glaze over. Rockland one time texted me and he's like, I've got a game only you would enjoy. Do you want to play it? <laughs> and then it was like me and Alistair showed up at his place. Um, and it was like a soccer board game that you literally had to use like like a compass to measure angles of like where you're kicking the ball and i'm like this is so dirty and i love it sounds like my nightmare (laughs) have you played the best board game of all uh, battlestar galactica i haven't that's a tv show (laughs) it's a board game you flick it on and it's out of print right now Uh, it's in such demand no, they just, I guess they just decided not to make it. <laughs> no, it's the opposite. It's in no demand. So they're like, <laughs> well, they, I mean, there's licensee fees, I'm sure. But yeah, you can find unopened ones on eBay for $600. Uh, and uh, it's a very fun game. Um, if you've seen the show, it's about uh, you have humans and you have Cylons. And you're on the ship and you just don't know who the Cylons are. So it's kind of like uh, Werewolf, if you ever played okay, Werewolf. Yeah. But it, everyone has to try and complete these tasks on the ship while being attacked by uh these robots so it's board game among us is board game among us yes very <laughs> very much so and you and you get to sabotage and is it old games. did it come out when the show was on uh yeah yeah i think it came out uh, after like it was created during while the show because it had expansion packs and everything else that, that came they could have been rich it. then but they could have had that among us money Apparently. they had the great premise it's a board game though is you know the thing about among us is you can play online you play yeah over plays you have to be in the same room it takes about three and a half hours and you're locked in <laughs> there's a lot of rules there's a lot of in outs a lot of what have yous uh so if you like board games that's the one that's among it. us really hit the lottery too because that game came out like three years before it popped off but just like the pandemic keeping everyone at home and then every like twitch streamer and youtuber uh, discovering like, oh, I can play this game with nine other streamers, and then we get the SEO of like playing with this person and this person and this person and people watching, and like it made people's like careers with streaming. Like there were people that didn't stream before that got into it just to play Among Us, and they're they're still full time streamers. Name me like, one. <laughs> I can. You won't know any of them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that game was out for like, I think two or three years before it popped off. And it was like a $5 game and or free on mobile, I think. $5 on Steam. Yeah. And then it just... Do people still play it though? Uh, yeah, not like it's not what it was in 2020. It's not like everyone in the world is playing it. But I think it's still played. Um, what they was have that a game? VR version that's really popular as well. Do you guys remember that trivia game that everybody played for a second? Yeah. It was like oh, Live at Four. The one that like the dude would come on? Yeah. Yeah. I forget what it's yeah, called. Yeah, you win some money. Same thing. There's like a month or two where that's like the biggest thing in the world. Everybody sign on and, and do that. That was fun. That's Did you win? Did anybody win? No. I, no think... I don't think I ever played it, to be honest. Oh, you might have liked it. It's a... what, is, what is your favorite board game then if you're deep in B-O-R-E-D. Board... Uh, my favorite board game is... Uh this game called marvel ultimate uh ultimate is actually a series of games i just i have the marvel version i think there's also like a james bond version and like an alien versus predator version as well but it's a it's a deck builder uh game where there's in the marvel version there's like some bad guy like thanos and you different versions you can rotate different bad guys and then you uh buy cards and you'll be like i want to buy an iron man card i want to buy a wolverine card and then you draw hands and you like battle against the things and it's Mm. um it's a multiplayer thing, and then like usually you're teaming up against the bad guy, so it has that vibes of like, okay, I send in Wolverine, and you send in Iron Man, and then we fight Thanos. And is the bad guy just chance? It's like... Yeah, it's like you There's have not to... a guy playing with you who you're like, Carl, you're Thanos. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, The bad guy usually has like um a number that represents their strength and then you have to like use your cards to like kind of like playing Magic the Gathering to like send out enough attack power to like defeat the bad guy X amount of times. You used to play Magic in L.A. I used to play Magic the Gathering, yeah. Yeah. Again, same reason I stopped playing poker. There's a lot of sitting. A lot yeah. of sitting involved in that. A lot of numbers. For a math guy, you like it. But and like tapping a lot of mana. For... Probably <laughs> lose more money than you do with poker with Magic. That is yeah, just spending it cards. buying cards? It's an ex- like I never got into it because, one, it was one of those things where it's like, by the time I really got into gaming and stuff, it had already been going on for so long. I was like, it's too late for me to get into this. Mm. Even though that's not true. They have new expansions all the time. That's how I feel with um, TV. A lot of shows. You're like, it's great. Way. I don't got eight seasons in. I, I start never... right in the middle of every season. <laughs> like, uh, they just came out with Love is Blind. I'm like, I'm going to start at the... <laughs> I feel like that's not <laughs> yeah. what you need to see from the <laughs> that's beginning. That's a seasonal show. <laughs> but I, I start in the middle it. of the season. I, I start like right after the after they catch I'm a bit of a renegade. <laughs> I only watch this season of Survivor. So you start at the worst... Like, the worst part of the show is when they're in the or the best part of the show is when they're in the booths is it oh i love it you've missed the whole good part yeah you missed the premise of love being blind you're like no i want to watch when they're they see each other let's get to the point where they choose who they're sticking with and then see watch that fall apart that's so oh they eventually do get to see each other before the proposal or whatever yeah so the the premise of the show is that's so funny that uh the premise of the show is you're in these booths men on one side women on the other and um you kind of just like sit down and you have these dates where you talk and there's a screen between you and you just kind of they fall in love through just conversation and stuff like that and then don't appreciate the quotation marks they really <laughs> fall in love <laughs> uh you can only see someone if you propose to them and then you propose to them they say yes and then the next day like you they're they stand on opposite ends of a hallway and the doors open and they get to see each other and they kiss and then they have they get married in two weeks, and in those two weeks they have to like meet their family and friends. And they and film all that. They film all that, yeah. So that's the second half of every season. Is anybody like visibly bummed ever? Oh, all the time. And then they're stuck with them for two weeks. Yeah, all the time. The doors will open. Like, and my uh, biggest problem with the show is the vast majority of everyone on that show is conventionally attractive. 
Mm. I'm like, oh no, you got to mix in like some Quasimodos. Yeah, well. that'd be the whole. <laughs> that's what I'm cheering for. A hundred percent with great personalities and yeah. people getting. You know, it should just be a complete mixed bag of of like, yeah, like the voice. That was the kind of the premise of that being like they were only they were fine. They were biased towards the handsome and pretty yeah. pop stars. So it's like let's just do audio only. But even now on the voice, I feel like half the time they've weeded it out to just have a lot of attractive people or people that they know they're going to make fun of in the earlier rounds. A hundred percent. Um, but yeah, there's been a few times on Love is Blind where the doors have opened and the person's been unimpressed. Yeah, they're, oh, you can it. see them mouthing, oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> just doors just yeah. close back up. <laughs> it's like a draw, like a, like a prank show. They just fall <laughs> through the thing. Um, but then the, the wildest part about the show is the way it ends is you go all the way to the wedding day and then they choose right then, like on the altar, like the, do you accept this person? Yes or no. So they have two weeks to back out of it kind of thing yeah but they rarely do it's like 95 percent of the time people only back out at the actual wedding day um and i think a lot of that is and there's there was one guy a few seasons ago that was very clear this was what he was doing a lot of people that make it to the wedding day on the show get like social media famous uh, and then so a lot of people are in for the clout of like oh i'll just drag this they're out. milking their moment a tiktok exactly. this morning actually where a lawsuit's come out recently from the season five uh and it laid out the contract of love is blind and apparently if you get proposed to you have to go to the altar otherwise they hold you oh. they, 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 you, have, you owe love is blind right. money um and so because like, for me i'm like why wouldn't you save the person the heartache and just say they didn't know earlier but if you have to play along with the whole. You're meeting their grandmother, and you're like, "Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, never going to see you again." A hundred percent, yeah. And then, yeah, at but, the altar, you have to say in front of their family that you hate this person. <laughs> in front of their family, yeah, yeah, yeah they all show up. Yeah, other than the first few episodes where the actual dates are happening, the ending is by far the best because it's this weird prisoner's dilemma thing where it's like, I want to say yes. But if they're going to say no, I'd rather say no so oh, I don't get embarrassed. It's like the it's nuclear like, codes. Exactly. And it's like, oh, like, are they both going to say yes? Is like one going to say no? And, Who do they ask first? Uh, I'm sure that the producers beforehand are like, are you going to say yes or no? And then it's like very often the person that says no goes second. Last, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's probably a red flag if the producers are like, you're going to go first. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get divorced uh, until the show airs. So if you that's the rule. It, yeah, you have to live. You have to live under one roof. Well, you got to be married, and then uh, or or within eleven months, and there's a prenup. Like you can't. There's like uh, you you come into the thing with what you do. Have. They win money too. I don't think you win you something here, priceless. Here, sure, lot of oh, that's right, beautiful. Wow, I mean, you painted a beautiful picture of seeing two people stand at the end while one person's like, yes. And then they're waiting as they cut the commercial break. I'm like, shit, I'm in. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you should be. It's what uh, everybody's talking about. It's the the number one hit uh, of the last little while. It's well, like you got- when Survivor came out. You know, this is the thing that people are watching. The Megan Fox, I saw that. I made a sketch about that. Did you see the uh, the girl who said she looked like Megan Fox? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. yeah. No, there's always a few wackos on that show. Every season, there's one guy that seems to not understand the premise. And he wa- he's like during the dates trying to figure out what they look like. Right. Like there was one guy that infamously a few <laughs> a few seasons ago he was like, oh okay, like uh they're on the dates and he's like, okay, I can bench press uh 160 pounds. <laughs> Would I be able to bench press you? <laughs> like stuff like that. It's like, Carl, you can't. Yeah, you stop can't asking them. Well, so they're just trying to game the system. Yeah, 100. percent Yeah, no, he's he's but also like the gall of. Thinking they wouldn't figure out what he's yeah asking. that he's asking her if she's fat. Do you know the contestants right now? No, I haven't watched the season yet. Oh, okay. you're caught up, Yami? 
No, no, I was just trying to make a quick bet on who is uh, <laughs> who's going to find love. I'm in. I'm in to see who could. That's so funny betting on. Well, we need Ian's friend to give us an inside track. It's funny because going to win. Well, I know. I need to know more cameramen. Okay. Love is blind sounds nice, but love is deaf sounds offensive. It really does. It's, it's the exact same. It's not that crazy to say. Love is deaf is like a joke you'd hear a boomer say at Thanksgiving. Yes, it is. It's like, oh, yeah. how, how do you make it? How did you make it through sixty years of marriage? I stopped listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wish love deaf. was deaf. <laughs> I'm just trying to pitch spinoff shows that haven't been done yet to get rich. You know? Yeah, yeah you're trying to pitch love is deaf, but you're like, oh, I'm gonna... so yeah, they can they can uh, they can see each other, but you're not allowed to talk. So it's oh, it's the opposite. It's only physical. It's Tinder. It's yeah. only physical attraction. You're pitching dating apps. Yeah, yeah. It's actually a way more valuable idea. I'd like to invest in this idea. You're in? Yeah. You can use your winnings from your betting. Just give him an IOU like you do in high school. That's right. That's our show! <laughs> this has been a Pagliacci podcast.